0: Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Your Christian Life. My name is Ian, and I'm the young adult pastor here at Freedom Center Church. And this is, like I said before, Your Christian Life, our first inaugural um, podcast. And so you're probably wondering, what the heck is Your Christian Life, and what is a podcast? Well, hopefully I, you know what that is, because you're listening to us, but... Your Christian Life is a podcast that's aimed at young adult believers to empower them to follow Christ in their everyday lives. So not just in the church building, but everywhere they go to follow Christ and make be an example. So um, let's just get the monkey off uh, off my back off the back. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, welcome from quarantine. I'm assuming most of you are stuck at home or enjoying a very strange world, and. Um, so I am I am practicing social distancing with two wonderful men, and I'd like to, for them to give uh, a short introduction. So, so first I have with me Josh.
1: Yes, yes, my name is Josh. Mundy. <laughs> um, I have. Uh, just want to go right into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can cut that part out. But um, <laughs> so yes, my name is Josh Mundy, and I get the privilege of being a leader here. Um, Freedom Center Young Adults serving under Pastor Ian. I have been a leader here with young adults for two years now, and I've gone to the church for about eight years now. So I've been really involved here, and I, I started coming when I first met the Lord at uh, 15 years old. I started coming to the Freedom Center, and uh, my life has been changed ever since. I've, I've followed the Lord every single day. I met my wife here. I got married by the senior pastor here, and uh, it's just been an amazing journey, growing in my faith, uh, building great friendships, relationships with everybody around me. Sweet. And
2: the man across the table, Keegan? Yes, I am here as well. Um, Yeah, so my name is Keegan Nixon. Um, I've been coming to the Freedom Center for coming up on three years here, two years with the young adults ministry. So I also uh, am a leader serving under Ian um, alongside Josh. Um, And so we've been coming to the Freedom Center for about three years. Um, We've been, I've been married for about two and a half years now to uh, my wife Erica. Um, We are from the, I'm from the Howell area originally, um, and my wife's actually from Holland over on the west side. So we have some west side blood over here um, with the Freedom Center church. Um, And uh, we're uh, headquartered at home, uh, in Fenton. And so that's where we call home today. And that's, I think where we're going to be for quite a while now.
0: Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. So Holland, like, does that mean she has wooden shoes? She does have the clogs. She yes. does. <laughs> yes. That is a thing. That's <laughs> funny. All right. So, um, I want to ask a question that might, uh, it's a little bit fun. So what is your favorite book in the entire Bible? That is a good question.
1: There's 66 books, so that's mm-hmm. definitely a hard choice. But um, every time I'm asked this, I always go with Ephesians. Ephesians is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Paul just writes it so well. He, um, chapter four and five. I mean, it's titled "It's you know, uh, instructions for Christian living." And mm-hmm. I always go back to that whenever I'm in a funk. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm in a rut, I I
2: read that and I just it it's just feel like the Lord's speaking me through it. Yeah. I love it. So I kid you not, we did not talk about this beforehand, but that was the book that I was going to bring up as well. <laughs> I did not since, know that since that is what you said I will uh, call it an audible here. Um do the Babylon B books of the Bible count from that article <laughs> a few weeks ago. <laughs> I wish. Um no, but I think I think what I would what I would pick as a very close second would probably be um, Proverbs for myself. Yeah. Um, also good for Christian living and things like that. But it's to me, Proverbs is very black and white. Do this, mm-hmm. don't do this. Absolutely, and that's how I like to live my life, <laughs> and uh, I think that provides some pretty pretty good direction. Yeah. And a very wide range, wide ranging spectrum, I guess, yeah. as you're, uh with your with your walk with Christ.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've always uh, I've always been partial to Luke, the, the mm-hmm. Gospel of Luke. Um, I'm a big I love John the Baptist as a character and the amount of um, backstory uh, and and information on his life that's given and um, Luke's perspective on Jesus' life and his ministry and the the miracles and the Holy Spirit moving has always been um, really cool. And and just the way that it it dovetails really nicely Mm -hmm. into the book of Acts um, is really fun. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So I get bonus points for being the only one who picked a gospel. Out that it's over over here. Yeah, over saved. I don't. It's just the one verse, John three sixteen. Right. <laughs> I love it. Philippians
1: four thirteen. That's my favorite. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: I can do this podcast <laughs> through Christ it who gives strength. me strength. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So your Christian life. We talk about uh, f- empowering people to follow Jesus in their everyday life. Um, so there's something, I, I've, I've actually spoke on this in the past at Young Adults, and but normal Christianity is such an interesting concept to me because the world treats normal as like, it's like a setting on the dryer, you mm-hmm. know. But um, in in Christianity, it, as a matter of fact, being called a Christian, uh, that's it's a term that the Romans gave to followers of Jesus, almost as a derogatory t- term, like, oh, you're just a little Jesus. Mm-hmm. And... You know so to be called a christian means that we're just trying to trying our best to be like jesus so what does normal christianity mean to both of you well Ian, you kind of stole the words out of my
1: mouth um normal christianity to me is to to be like jesus with with every decision that you make every uh, choice that you have asking yourself how would jesus respond to the situation because in everything that i do i want to be like jesus and that's what The definition of Christianity is is to be Christ-like and that's why the Romans called you know everybody Christians because they were following Christ and they were wanted to be like Jesus and and that's what it means to me is when I go about my life when I go to the restaurants when I go to stores when I'm hanging out with friends how can I represent Christ well in this situation and how can I stand out and be like Jesus
2: you know everywhere I go Mm -hmm. yeah no that's a really good explanation good description Um, to me I think Normal Christianity as being countercultural in yeah. a way. It's uh, Christ's walk on Earth was a complete upheaval of, I mean, really of what the norms were at the time. You know, it's not about law; it's about um, it's about the relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about asking for forgiveness. It's not about making these six sacrifices to, you know, uh, with whatever animals. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and I think in in today's world. Christianity to me is finding those areas where, um, his light is desperately needed and, and being countercultural. there, praying over people,
0: um, sharing the Bible, sharing the word. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you say there, looking for places where his light isn't present, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that I think, you know, if we read the scriptures and we read the gospels, Jesus didn't just hang out in Jerusalem and sit at the temple, Right. you know, he went where people needed him and, you know, the woman at the well, the woman caught in the act of adultery, um, mm-hmm. the the man with leper the blind men you know he went where people were needed and you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that we're we're in a time like this right now where where the church buildings kind of have to close mm-hmm. right and we're forced to to open up what we define as church and we have to to actually go to where there's it, the the world might be a little bit dimmer mm-hmm. so we're forced to do that but at the same time we're stuck in our homes. Mm-hmm. So that dovetails very nicely into the topic of the day. So topic of the day: COVID nineteen, social distancing. We can't even lay hands on our, our fellow believers, you know, <laughs> to pray for them. <laughs> um, you know, we can we can do I don't know a, a, a Facetime them and have them put their hand on their iPhone as they pray or something. Right. I don't know how this works, but um, so what is our what is our role? What how do we how do we become the light? When we we can't be there in person, what does that look like? What what are some thoughts that you two have? I think it's important,
1: um, you know, as as believers, to be intentional. We have to be very very intentional with what we're doing with our time you know for me unfortunately I'm in the restaurant industry and Mm -hmm. um, I was laid off you know for the short time I mean they say until March 30th but you really have no idea we really have no idea how long this is going to be so I've got a lot of time on my hands and I have to be very intentional with what I'm doing with that time and making sure I'm structuring my days and it's not easy to do but it's very important Mm -hmm. to make sure I'm not just sitting there watching Netflix make sure that I'm not um, just being lazy with my time but spending time with the Lord first and foremost and you know, praying with my wife, spending time with my wife, and then seeing how we can, you know, be a light, you know, right? I mean, the, the definition of darkness is the absence of light. So yeah. when we shine light on a situation, when we shine light on the, the darkness, it, it will flee. So that's, I, I think, very, the number one most important thing is being mm-hmm. intentional with your time and making sure that you as a believer are not just letting your time be wasted, even though we are, you know, in this quarantine yeah. and have to be stuck. But there's always something we can be doing to be intentional with yeah. our time. Yeah, yeah. Even though this is a great opportunity to watch The Office, it's a great opportunity in its entirety. You <laughs> know, all over again. So, if you have not seen The Office or Parks and Recreation, you
2: need to go okay. watch those. Right after you read your Bible, after it, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Spend time yes. with your wife. Exactly. Um, I think for me, in this time, it, it's kind of been interesting to watch how the last week has, last week or week and a half has come to a close. We've seen a couple rounds of panic. Mm-hmm. Um, the toilet paper rush and (laughs) a few other things. Um, and honestly reading social media and talking with others, there's just a sense of shock in a way, you know, there was that round of layoffs earlier this week, a lot of companies. And like you mentioned, Josh, um, in the restaurant industry in particular, um, you know, people are temporarily laid off and some may not have a job to come back to depending on where you're coming from. So I think we're just Mm -hmm. in a sense of shock right now. People are frozen and we don't really know where to turn. I mean, even our church buildings are closed. It's, it's pretty, it's an upheaval of what what we're completely, it's crazy. And so I think, um, Christianity today for me is to be that, or to be a Christian today for me in this environment is to be, is to act, um, I guess, be that confidant Mm -hmm. or that person that people can turn to or just show some sort of normalness, you know, which is something we don't really have today. Right. Um, uh, The Bible says in in Hebrews uh, that Christ is the same yesterday as he is today as he will be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think we really have a huge opportunity here to personify that, um, even though we're not in the church building on a Sunday morning or what have you. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah. To that point, you know, you, you mentioned, um, you know, the panic and, you know, I think G, the, the big three just, I think closed all their plants. Yeah. 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 You know, so there's n- not only is there an enormous amount of panic, but there's also an enormous amount of, um, negativity and, you know, people are, are saying, you know, a, a friend of a friend of a friend said that this is going to go on until next December. And then right. they <laughs> tell everyone and there's, there's just fear and there's a lack of peace and a lack of, you know, kindness in the world. And, you know, it's a really great opportunity for us to, to leverage the relationships that we've developed outside of the church to 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 reach out and send a text message or a phone call or a FaceTime. I mean, the future is great. And we finally get to mm-hmm. take advantage of how great mm-hmm. the future is to, to connect with people and, and provide that peace right. and provide that hope. And, you know, people are looking for that more than ever right now. Mm-hmm. I, I just, they just don't know what to expect. You know, they're washing their hands till they're, you know the skins falling off almost, right. but but we can provide that piece. So, um, yeah. So what are some things that what are some things that we can do to provide that piece? Is it what can we do to develop community because people are losing community now, right? Right. And and you know there's no sports for people to rally around, right? Even right. You yeah. can't even you know root for your favorite team. They're not even playing to empty stadiums because it seems like every sport, every basketball player has Corona too. Right. 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 <laughs> so, so let's talk about, I, I want to pivot here. Um, what is, what is the importance of community and how can we leverage it? How can we create it in an environment like this? Yeah, that's a good question.
1: Yeah. I think it's very necessary not to seclude yourself too much. I mean, you can't just sit in your, your house and um, expect things to be okay I mean I would go crazy you know yeah. in my house all, all the time but I didn't have my wife there if I didn't have uh, you guys around me um, but it, it's uh, unfortunately we have to we have to step outside of our comfort zone sometimes and put ourselves out there whether it be on social media um, whether it be calling people that we might not normally call just to create that conversation ask how you're doing you know what I mean so many if you are intentional with that question people will respond yeah. to it if you say how are you doing it in this time it's You get a big response, and you're gonna, and you're just like, no, no, no. Don't just say I'm fine. Don't just say I'm okay. How are you doing? What are you doing? And what are you doing to be proactive in this time, and not just saying like, oh, that's I'm I'm glad you're doing okay, but it's like, what are you doing to be okay? Because Mm -hmm. if you're okay, if you're if you're fine in this situation, there's a reason you're fine. You're doing something to be fine and be okay. What are you doing? And how can you help others do that as well? Right? Because whether it be being intentional with time, like I said, or if it's, you know, making sure you're going on walks, I know you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be with other people, but... You can go for walks. That's, you can go for walks, okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, allowed. that's allowed. I like that. I like that. I can't stay inside too long. But, uh, you know, just calling up that person you haven't called mm-hmm. and saying, what are you, What are you doing? How are you doing in this time? What yeah. are you doing differently? And have, If you know somebody in the restaurant industry, if you know somebody's lost their jobs, you know, what can you do to help um, in any way, shape, or form? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah no, that's, I mean... In general, it's about being proactive right mm-hmm. now, right? I mean, we have to be proactive. I, I see this as, I almost view this as a challenge. So isolation and the decentralization, in a way, of, of the church body away from the building, um, away from our routine, is an environment that really the enemy wants us to be in. He wants yep. us to be isolated. He wants us to be to not have that community, to not be able to sharpen each other.
0: Yeah.
2: and. When I when I see that, I think of it as okay time to step up. You know, what are we gonna do as leaders in the community, or leaders in the church, or just even as a, as fellow Christians, yeah. to to counter that move yeah, in a way? Absolutely. And I think Josh, you hit the nail on the head with that, is being extremely proactive and being really detailed in your questioning, mm-hmm. and not not necessarily forcing the community because you don't want to you know force sure. a conversation on right. somebody they don't want to have. Right? I mean, can be intelligent about it right but um but being intentional about it yeah. and using multiple avenues to you know get people you know out of the, their funk I guess you yeah. could say or right. and and present them with these with these yeah. questions so yeah and it's important to always bring it back to the bible yeah always bring it
1: back to you know what would Jesus do in this in the situations yeah. and um like my wife and I were talking cuz I I just kind of have a mellow like things don't phase me a lot, yeah. so when everything happened, when I got let go, like it wasn't that big of a deal. I knew we were gonna be okay. I, I was, you know, I think back to you know Peter, uh, Peter getting out of the boat and walking on water with Jesus. The storm came, yeah. the wind blew, and he started to sink. And then Jesus reached out his hand and pulled him out. And this is our time where we get to decide: are we gonna walk on water with Jesus, or we yeah. gonna let the wind and the storms yeah. cause us to sink, and are we gonna sink in these moments? or we are we gonna yeah. rise above and walk on water with Jesus? That's good.
0: Yeah. You know, as we're talking about this, I'm, I'm thinking about three or four different people that I could pick up the phone and call mm-hmm. or text, right. you know, Absolutely. old coworkers. And um, for those of you listening, for, for us, I, I think after this is done, after you've listened to this and shared it on social media, um, which is your duty as a, as a community member, <laughs> um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, pick up the phone, call someone, because I think loneliness causes an openness for conversation, yeah. You know, that, that isolation, you know, they're just going to want to talk and right. just let them talk. And if they say, you ask them how they're doing and they say good, ask them how good. Right. Because, you know, th- that that answer good is just almost, it's scripted now. So you can ask them how good and, right. and just let them talk. And man, what a powerful time to, to get to leverage the loneliness that people have right. to show light and to, to be able to speak and bring peace and patience and joy and... Love and all those great things that the that the Holy Spirit gives to us. Yeah, that's we, a really good point. We
1: can't be afraid to call it out of people. Right. When when somebody's we all know when people say, Oh, I'm fine, it's like that's such a Yeah. That's a crappy answer. Right. It really is, you <laughs> yeah. know. And we we can't be afraid to say, No, no. no. Like I really want to know how you're doing. Yeah. And by the way, they, are you
0: allowed to say crap on a Christian podcast? I think that's okay. I think right? that's okay think that's okay that i think right? we'll roll with it yeah all right. we'll just go with it. <laughs> we'll last them later. so but
1: don't be afraid to you know make them answer your questions yeah and say no how are you doing i yeah. really want to know because we want to be intentional with our time and we want to create community yeah. just as much as they we want community just as much as they do yeah
0: yeah yeah that's good that's good all right well um kind of winding down in time here so do you have any final thoughts some charges, challenges for people as they they go about their lives in quarantine.
2: Yeah, I think uh, a couple of things come to mind. Like you mentioned, Ian, just picking up the phone after after you're done listening to this podcast. I, I mean, I think that's what I'm going to do once I once I leave the building here. Absolutely. Um, give my buddy a call. Who um, his company is actually going through a a transition of ownership right now, so they're really oh. in a position where they don't know where they're <laughs> where All they're right. headed with this coronavirus plus that so i haven't had a chance to talk to him in a while but i i think uh you know given given the circumstances, might be time to a good opportunity to give him a call yeah um and just reach out to people um i know maybe you're not supposed to do this this is probably against cdc guidelines but even finding one or two people that you're gonna that you can meet with face to face you know right we're not supposed to meet in groups of 10 or more but is it 10 or more now 10 or more yeah or that was the recommendation that i saw at least but so find nine people, <laughs> and, uh, and or eight, I guess. Yeah, or eight, I guess. But um, like even one or two people, I guess, that you can actually have that yeah. physical community to some extent. Yeah. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I do think that is important, and um, it doesn't
1: doesn't matter how many conversations you have if you're not spending time with Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You, that is the most important thing you need to be doing this time yeah. is making sure that you are reading your Bible, spending yeah. time with the Lord, just even just sitting silently with Jesus and mm-hmm. saying, Lord, I just wanna listen. Yeah. You know, so many of us we talk all the time, right? We're listening to a podcast, we're talking right yeah. now. But we just need to listen to what yeah. Jesus is saying and be at peace with what he's saying to us because he's always speaking. We just we just need to listen. Yeah. And uh, so first and foremost spend time with Jesus. And then secondly, you know, find the people to talk to. Um, find that one or two people that you can still hang out with throughout the week and Make sure you're following up with others, calling people, being intentional. So that way you know, you're creating community for them and for yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. And to that point, you know, I know a lot of people are reading Psalm 91 over themselves and mm-hmm. constantly, you know, he's going to save me from the perilous pestilence and it's going to be yeah. fine <laughs> and it's, you know, just over and over and over again. But I'm reminded in the first verse, he says that he who dwells in the presence of God. And then he yeah, goes absolutely. through all of his, his promises of protection and covering and, 10,000 falling at your right hand and you know just just this awesome war cry but yep. it starts with he who dwells in the presence of the most high God and I think that it's it's more important than ever that, that we talk about these things community and loving and and developing and, and, and respecting distances and all that it's great and it's important and it's critical that we do these things but you know for us to lean on the Lord and for us to trust on him to, to get us to these places to look more like a normal Christian mm-hmm. in a a time like this, it's so so critical for us to dwell in Him to that point. I think that that's that would be the the piece of advice that if you're gonna call someone, maybe maybe pray for them before you pick up the phone. You know, if you can't, if you're not comfortable praying with them over the phone, pray for them beforehand, see what the Lord wants to say, and be used, be the light, because the world is dimmer and dimmer, absolutely, by the moment right now, and right. we get to be the the chosen few, the chosen many that get to to follow the Lord. So. Yeah, so that's uh that's about our time. So uh, I guess we do some sort of formal sign off. Podcasts do. I don't really have anything planned and usually the best ones are are made up on the spot. Ooh. That's, so, that's you, tough. Are. you know. So with that said, this was your Christian life. Now go and be the mighty hands of the Lord. Nice. And we love you 3000. <laughs> All right, take care.